Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just What we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. This is the California Report. Good morning. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. Today is Inauguration Day, and we'll get to that and what the transfer of presidential power means for California in a bit. But first, Los Angeles County, the center of the state's fight against the coronavirus pandemic, opened five vaccine mega centers yesterday, including at Six Flags Magic Mountain and the L.A. County Fairgrounds. Authorities hope to vaccinate 20,000 people daily at these locations. The city of Los Angeles has already opened a vaccine center at Dodger Stadium. And a bit more pandemic good news. The state's surge of COVID-19 hospitalizations appears to be cresting. Over the past two weeks, hospital admissions have dropped by eight and a half percent. With more on that, here's KQED science reporter Leslie McClurg. The dreaded New Year's surge is not as bad as health officials feared. The number of people requiring medical care has stabilized and declined slightly. Transmission rates have also started to fall. Dr. Galley, the state health and human services secretary, is cautiously optimistic. These are rays of hope shining through with the hospitals coming down some and that overall curve of our case numbers beginning to flatten. He warns that hospitals will likely experience a slight bump in patients in the coming week, but that should drop by the end of the month. However, the virus is still rampant across California. An average of 35,000 people have tested positive every day over the last week. Stay-at-home orders remain in place for most of the state. For the California Report, I'm Leslie McClurg. A federal judge has blocked the federal government from drastically increasing most of the fees immigrants must pay to defend themselves from deportation. Two of the plaintiffs are legal aid providers in California. They argue the additional costs would have priced out low-income immigrants from a fair day in court. KQED's Farida Javala Romero reports. Under the new Trump administration rule, immigration court fees would jump by hundreds of dollars. Filing a form to appeal an immigration judge's decision, for example, would go from $110 to almost 1000 But U.S. District Judge Amit P. Mehta says the fee hikes would have caused plaintiffs irreparable harm and were likely unlawful. 
He halted most of the fee changes from going into effect until the case is decided. The nonprofits opposing the new fee rule have urged the incoming Biden administration to get rid of it. The Department of Justice branch that runs immigration courts did not immediately return a request for comment. For the California Report, I'm Farida Jabbala Romero. And finally, the big story of the day. The presidency of Donald J. Trump ends this morning at 9 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. It'll mark the end of four years of bitter political and legal warfare between California and the Trump administration over so many things. Healthcare, the environment, immigration, but more fundamentally, what kind of country America should be? KQED politics editor Scott Schaefer examines how things might change for California under a Biden-Harris administration. You might say the relationship was poisoned right from the start. They don't treat their people as well as they treat illegal immigrants. So at what point does it stop? It's crazy what they're doing. Demonizing immigrants, dismissing climate change as a hoax, calling our election rigged. Like California, the same person votes many times. You probably heard about that. They always like to say, oh, that's a conspiracy theory. Not a conspiracy theory, folks. It all ends today. It feels like waking up from a nightmare, and not just the nightmare being over, but being in a beautiful dream. That's Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti. He remembers how the Obama-Biden administration worked with cities. All the time they're reaching out. What's working in L.A.? What's working in California? How can we amplify that? How can we scale that up? Garcetti is looking forward to an administration that isn't constantly at war with the state where we're told that we're, you know, this evil outlier state. What we have now are people who know us. Jerry Brown was governor for six of Barack Obama's eight years as president before Trump took over in 2017. He says while there is a big difference. It's not an open sesame to whatever you want. However, having a, a line of communication, it's better to have friends than enemies. In particular, Brown says it will make a huge difference having Biden embrace what California is doing on the environment, rather than fighting it in the courts. He's also hoping California will finally get federal support for one of his priorities, high-speed rail. To uh, get the high-speed rail uh, from Fresno, from Merced, and right up the uh, line there to San Francisco. Uh, That's a real possibility. Brown, like Gavin Newsom after him, had to perform a political dance, criticizing Trump at times while also making sure the state got federal relief for wildfires and the pandemic. Brown says while California will benefit from Trump's departure, there will be a downside for Newsom, potentially amplifying his critics. For a governor, especially in a difficult period, it's very handy to have someone, uh, what I would call a bigger boogeyman, uh, with him not there, uh, they may, there may tend to be uh, more focus on the governor. One big advantage for Newsom in California is having Kamala Harris as vice president. He was mayor of San Francisco when she was district attorney. The city's current mayor, London Breed, is especially looking forward to more direction on the pandemic. We're going to have more support from the federal government. The Biden administration has already made clear what their plans are for expanding the fight against COVID. After Bill Clinton, George W. Bush was president for the last years of Gray Davis's governorship. Davis says while Bush wasn't hostile to California the way Trump is, he wasn't particularly helpful either. The short of it is it's far better to have a president that shares your belief system uh, than one who opposes it. Davis thinks Biden will adopt many of California's policies and nationalize them. 
I think California is going to have more influence than it ever had before. Now, are they going to follow us in every issue? No, but at least they'll give us a hearing. But it's not going to solve all of California's problems either. For the California Report, I'm Scott Schaefer. And that is the California Report for Wednesday, January 20th, a production of KQED Public Radio. Stay tuned to Inauguration Day coverage on your local NPR station. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day and talk tomorrow. Support for the California Report comes from Stanford Medicine, protecting your health and providing dependable care with safe in-person appointments and video visits, stanfordhealthcare.org slash adaptingcare. The law firm Perkins Coie, a trusted legal advisor to innovative companies and industry leaders throughout California and the world. Learn more at perkinscoie.com. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Futures, focused on finding exceptional people and helping them do more for others together on the web at schmidtfutures.com. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out The Bay Curious Book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on The Bay Curious Podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hi there, I'm Randad Fattah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast. Hi, I'm Sasha Koka, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State. But we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts.